0: Welcome to the CCF Iowa Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the CCF Podcast. This is Lissy Pixley again from Iowa State University. Um we are wrapping wrapping up Second Timothy. Chapter four, um, and really wrapping up the whole book, I hope you've enjoyed this journey with us. Um, it's been a crazy summer, and I really feel like uh, the, the books of 1st and 2nd Timothy um, have just really spoken into to some of the things that we're dealing with, and as we're preparing to start the school year over at University of Iowa, and have already started a week early here at Iowa State... Um, Chapter 4 continues to uh, just be a real encouragement. Um, If you have your Bible, um, uh, go ahead and grab it. Uh, Chapter 4 I don't think speaks so much to um, just a a lay person, um, someone who's an attender of a church or a Bible study who is just um, starting to grow in their faith. I think it really more so speaks to a person who is either on staff of a church or a minister, or you know, student leaders. I think this is um, a passage that that's an encouragement um, for those type of people. Mainly because it's kind of the final remarks from Paul to Timothy. Uh, Paul knows that he's at the end of his life, and um, in this chapter, he may he knows that he may not get a chance to um, correspond with Timothy again. He may or may not. Um, But these are are his last and final points that he really wants to push through. If he has one last thing to say, um, he wants to give Timothy these final bits of encouragement as someone who is kind of his son in ministry. Um, And so I think going into the school year, uh, these are great points that that we can take with us um, as we continue to go forward and um, maybe struggle and push through In this time of a pandemic, um, from those of you who are listening from Iowa, you know we just went through a hurricane, and so um, doing ministry when we literally don't know what to expect. So I'm going to start by reading the passage today. I'm only going to read from verses one to verse eight, and that's what we're going to talk about. So it says, "In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will be." They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myth. But you, keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time has come for my departure. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on the day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. And so as we look at this passage, um, and we think about going into the school year, um, one of the major things that I think about as we we approach the school year as leaders and as ministers, um, and, and those who are followers of Christ, is... Um, The importance to make sure that we are continuing to preach the word in season and out of season, using it to correct, rebuke, and encourage with patience and careful instruction, as it says in verse 2. And when you um, think about this, um, really, this comes down to, you know, if we stay in school here at our state universities, um, we need to be on there, preaching the word. We need to make sure that we are um, helping our students to grow, to um, get depth in the word. We need to make sure that we're correcting and encouraging um, students who may have just started on their journey with Christ or students who who are further along. Um, Sometimes we can get caught up in the idea of Oh, you know, the so first couple of weeks we have to do programming. Um, we have to, you know, make sure that we're doing as much advertising as possible, um, and, and really can get distracted from the purpose of uh, being on our campuses or doing ministry, which is um, making sure that we're sharing the word of Christ with people. That's what people are hungry for. That's what they desire. And that's really um, the key in transforming people's lives. It's not about our programming. It's not about um, having the best worship session. But it's all about making God's Word known and bringing people into a deeper relationship with that. Um, And sometimes it can take a long time. It uh, talks about, in the end of verse 2, with great patience and careful instruction. Um, If you're like me... Um, perhaps you've done discipling, and you see great potential in the person you're walking with. Um, you know, Maybe they're just someone that you've met at coffee uh, with a couple of times. Maybe they're someone who consistently comes to your Bible study, um, and you just see that the Lord really wants to do awesome things with them. Um, but sometimes you can get frustrated because uh, your hopes and desires and the potential you see doesn't always come to fruition as quickly as you would hope. Um, Oftentimes, it takes several years to really develop a person um, into uh, someone who uh, meets their full potential. Um, You think about Jesus and his time with his his disciples, Um, it took him about three years before they were anywhere close to doing ministry on their own, and and we in college um, are lucky to get students for one to two years, Um, and sometimes uh, our students take great leaps forward Um, and sometimes they backslide. And and the cool thing is we get to walk beside them just as Christ walked beside his disciples and to love on them and to teach them the truth of the Bible and to give them encouragement um, and and careful instruction. Um, And and this is an important point, I think, also that applies to kind of where we are at in history. um, Like Paul talks about, uh, there's a time when uh, men will not put up with sound doctrine um, and they they use it to suit their own needs um, and you think oh yeah that has to be sometime in the future um, but really since Jesus preached the word uh, this was happening with the people um That Timothy was reaching out to, it happened in in all the churches where Paul was corresponding. Um, People were taking advantage of the word of Christ and using it um, to to help make themselves rich, as we read about, um, to help further their own political gains. Um, A lot of the Jewish um, people who had come to Christ uh, were trying to marry the Jewish faith and the Christian faith together. um, And so... We find ourselves at an intersection where uh, we have to figure out what biblical truth is. Um, part of this means that we we can't bend to the whims of um, uh, of the world and what the newest, coolest, hippest teaching is. Um, you know, especially with social media, something be- can become trendy in a week or so, and um, we can't exactly run and base all of our biblical doctrine off of um, what the crowd feels like at that moment. Um, Nor in the same way can we look back to tradition and say, ah, this is the way that everything has always been interpreted, and it's only okay if we continue to follow these traditions. Um, We as leaders um, not only need to be teaching the word, um, but we need to make sure that um, studying the word is an integral part of our uh, daily lives. Um, an integral part of what we do with others to hold us accountable, to make sure that we're reading Scripture correctly, um, being with uh, our students or being with the people that we disciple and making sure that um, they're asking us questions and making sure that um, we're checking in with the source of where our doctrine ought to come from. And so we're not being shaped by the way we've always grown up, the way we've always heard things, but... Um, And also not being shaped by um, just what everybody around us wants to hear. Um, Because really, the gospel lives somewhere in the middle. It's truth. It corrects. Um, it, It... Yeah. So, the second point that I kind of want to hit on today comes from verse five in chapter four and it says but you keep your head in all situations ensure hard sorry endure hardship but do the work of evangelists discharge all the duties of the ministry and for um, ministers or uh, student leaders out there um, ministry is often messy ministry is often hard we'd like to say that it's all fun and games and uh, coffee dates and playing ultimate frisbee and baptizing people daily Um, but the reality is that people's lives are messy um, that we're all imperfect and um, it takes a lot of patience to deal with all sorts of different people and varying beliefs and um, some moments can just be incredibly difficult and so i really like that paul encourages um, Timothy and also us that we need to make sure that we keep our head in all situations. Um, what this means is keeping a, a cool, calm um, response when we come up against hardship um, or, or other things that are difficult in ministry. How we react, how we... Um, reach out to others, the patience that we have, um, needs to echo that of Christ. Um, And sometimes in in keeping a a cool head or keeping your head um, requires that, as we talked about earlier in the passage, as different doctrines come up, as New, new fads or um, really issues that are important. Um, we ought not to be people who just jump on the bandwagon um, because we get excited. Um, we need to go back to the scripture, we need to check in, we need to make sure that um, what we're teaching, what we're uh, professing, the things that we're um, encouraging students to pursue lines up with the values of Christ, that lines up with biblical truth, that it lines up with the doctrine of Christ. Um, And and when we react in a thoughtful and thought-out way, um, hopefully it allows people to to really see Christ. Um, And and sometimes that allows us to see deeper into a situation because we aren't being reactional. Um, And then Jesus at some moments, you know, to, to things that were evil definitely reacted strongly, um, but often in, in the midst of a situation uh, where people were um, just trying to drag him down or trying to trap him uh, or trying to cause issues for him, Jesus, Jesus was often cool, calm, and, and silent um, and didn't give in to that. And so um, those of us who are leaders uh, need to make sure that we, we look more like Christ. We need to um, stay calm and endure some of the hardship that comes with ministry um, and, and the reason for this is because having an awesome successful ministry um, is something we pray for um, but it only comes through God and that's not our end goal. Our end goal is to see people come into relationships with Christ, whether that be five people, whether that be a hundred thousand people. Um, we, we need to continue to reach out because our goal is not um, to, to have an awesome earthly ministry, um, but eventually to bring as many people into a relationship with Christ so that um, they might gain eternity and so that uh, we, too, might gain eternity. Because what's after this life um, is worth enduring all the hardship of uh, getting into people's lives and getting messy and... Um, That's where uh, Paul leaves us at the end of this passage. And it says, I'm being poured out like a drink offering, and the time has come for my departure. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, and I have kept the faith. But there is now in store for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day. Uh, But not only to me, but also to those who have longed for his appearing. And so as we toil this semester through uh, COVID and school being in session or maybe out of session, um, regardless of what comes, we need to continue to pursue others, um, to continue to push through our race, um, even when it's not glamorous, even when it's hard, um, even when sometimes we want to quit. Um, Because someday, like Paul, we can say, we're at the end of our race. We did our best. And now we get to enjoy being with God for eternity. So I g- hope you guys all have a great week. Continue to turn um, turn on to this podcast as often as you can. Uh, as we continue throughout the year, we'll be going through Matthew. Um, yeah. Hey, thanks for spending time with us today. If you have any questions about what you heard or any interest in learning more about CCF in Iowa, then please email us at ccf.uiowa at gmail.com and we would love to get you connected.